It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, it is time once again for another episode of that very show that we call Bad Language. I am your host. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. I am from the Steel Curtain Network, courtesy of Fans First Sports Network. And Steel Curtain Network is definitely where you're going to find all your favorite Pittsburgh Steelers dish. Yeah, if there's something about the Pittsburgh Steelers going on, it is definitely on Steel Curtain Network. Hope you had a chance to check out some of the great shows over the weekend. Jeff Hartman with another great episode of Let's Ride this morning. That is the flagship over the weekend. Jeremy Betts hosted with our very own Daniel J for State of the Steelers. And it was the Steelers Q&A where they take your fans questions and they answer them live. So if you need to listen to that one, go ahead and check out the rebroadcast anywhere you find your favorite podcast. You could also find out another episode of the week that was as Dave Schofield and I recap the entire Steelers week. There are some very interesting things, very sad things going on as well with the recap of the tragic passing of Clark Hagens, former Steeler great. Let's also talk about the homies. Another episode of that show that I absolutely love and I enjoy. It's with Fresh Boy Tate, Kevin Tate. Also, Big G, Pay Saunders, and B-Dirt, Brandon Harriet. 
So check that out as well. And there was another episode of Stay of the Steelers, like I mentioned as well. Daniel J will be back this evening with the very own, our very own, the one and only, as I get tongue-tied here, Shannon White, as they take on another episode of The Hangover. So much stuff. There's so much to mention. So much coming up. Over 20, and I'm telling you, 20 episodes a week, original episodes here, Steel Curtain Network. So something happened to me yesterday that I want to talk about. thought this was very interesting. You know, we get into this because we love talking about the Steelers. And it's almost unfathomable to me to be able to know that I actually have this as a part-time career. And I actually get paid to talk about the Steelers. And I really enjoy it. And I really enjoy interacting. I only get to interact with fans or listeners or followers of Steel Curtain Network online, basically, most of the time. But there were these, there are these rare moments when somebody recognizes you for being on Steel Curtain Network. And it happened yesterday. I was at a BSA, which is uh, Boy Scouts of America, but uh, it is called BSA now because there are males and females in BSA. And I was volunteering and I was in the food line with my little hairnet, had my hairnet on. I, I felt like I was in lunch lady land, hoagies and grinders, hoagies and grinders. And a gentleman came up to me and when I, a young gentleman, and I would say, you know, I'm guessing 13, 14 years of age. And he looks at me and says, Hey, are you the Steelers guy? And I'm like, well, I, I'm on steel curtain network. He's like, yeah, I listen and check you guys out and watch you all the time. And I said, well, thank you. I really appreciate that. And that really made me feel good. That, that made me feel like people out there are paying attention to what we're doing. And we feel like we have an obligation to tell you all about the Steelers from a fan's perspective and remind ourselves that we are no different than that casual fan or that rabid fan. And it's so much fun. And being able to have the, just have the honor to talk about the Steelers and people giving you the respect that it's it's nothing it's not a privilege it's it's not something that we are entitled to it's something that i feel like i lucked into i'm just a fan that has a platform and i'm able to talk about it so i want to say to that young fella if you're watching right now well you should be at camp you should be in merit badge classes right now but if you're listening later on in your tent while you're working on your merit badge homework, I'm just going to say to you, thank you very much. You made my day. You really did. So let's get on with it. Something else made my week over the weekend. And it indirectly has something to do with the Steelers. There's some, there's a former Steelers coach coaching the Pittsburgh Maulers. There's a former Steelers player that led the USFL in interceptions. That's Mark Gilbert. And watching the four and six Pittsburgh Maulers in the semifinal game of the USFL playoffs 
and they won a playoff game in an exciting overtime fashion against the Michigan Panthers. And they are now five and six, but they're in the championship game. Now they're about to play the Birmingham Stallions, last year's champion. They won last night over the, I believe they're the Orlando Breakers or they're the New Orleans Breakers. I'm I'm not sure. They are the Breakers. The Breakers were actually originally in Boston back in the 1980s. Then they went to Orlando. Then they went to New Orleans. So I'm not sure which one is which at this point. But it doesn't matter. They lost. And so it's Pittsburgh and Birmingham. And it's going to be one of those games that they just set a record 47 points in a USFL game. And they're a very tough team to play. They're the number one offense in the league. But the Pittsburgh Maulers have the number one defense in the league. I'm looking forward to this game next week. Not great expectations, but it's fun to think that the Pittsburgh Maulers, who wear black and gold now, they're no longer wearing purple and red or purple and orange, whatever you wanted to call it, knowing that they are in it to win it and they could be USFL champions coming up on Saturday. That would be a lot of fun. But why am I talking about this? I'm talking about it, one, because I was excited and I got a taste of football. Now, in no way... Did it make me feel like I didn't miss the Steelers? I missed them even more. And I can't wait to see them play regular season football. The quality of football, definitely not as good, but it was very entertaining. And this was a game that ended up 31 to 27. But the Panthers scored with a field goal, with a long field goal late in the game, with no time left on the clock to go ahead and put the game into a tie situation. Overtime is so much different. And the rules are so much different that in a way, they're actually, man, it's it's refreshing. You can overturn a penalty. Most penalties get reviewed. There was a face mask, uh, a crucial face mask penalty on the touchdown that help tie the game for Michigan late in that game. Actually, I don't know if they tied it or they got back into the game with, with this crucial touchdown. And so, you know, the funny thing about it is it, it was, it's not perfect because they took the, the face mask off the books, but it was still a blatant hold but it wasn't a face mask, but it was a really bad hold. But they completely negated the penalty. But it's interesting to see that that penalties quickly are reviewed and turned around. And it kind of takes the game, you know, takes the game away from a situation where you're going to have controversy, even though there's always a, with everything, even when you get video involved, there's always a chance for controversy, but I thought it was very interesting. Overtime to me was really interesting. Did you know that the USFL has something called innings? What if the Steelers in overtime played innings? Now it's kind of, it's kind of like college football but in a different way. It's like college football overtime rules meets the shootout in the NHL. So this is, they put the ball in the two, just like a two-point conversion. And 
the innings, there's three innings. And they call them innings. And I, I when the referee was explaining it, I'm like, they, they're saying the word innings over and over and over again, like I am just now. So what happens is if you score one play, just one play only, if you score, you get two points. Then the other team comes up, takes the field, not to bat, but takes the field. They have one play. And say they make it or they fail. And in this case, Michigan failed on the first attempt. So what happened there is the Maulers had, the Maulers were up now 29 to 31. And then Pittsburgh gets the ball back again. They score. The Maulers do not score once again. And the game's over 31 to 27 because it's best out of three. Who has the most points after three? Three innings. I still can't believe I'm saying that about football. So it's fascinating to me that they did that. But there's there's so many different roles that are being adopted here. And I know you're going to say, but bad. They tried this before, Daddy. They tried it. They tried to review Pass interference penalties. Well, you know, think about that. Is I, I really felt like the refs were getting it stuck to them. And the refs in New York were not overturning things. They were actually backing the refs on the field, basically, to say, we don't need this. So that, that's kind of what happened there. But I, I don't expect them to go ahead and adopt anything like this. There's other roles that are going to be adapted. There's going to be that two-point conversion. Excuse me, I'm sorry, that onside kick role that they're going to be looking at in the future that that's in some leagues. I don't know whether that's XFL or USFL at this point. I It is getting a little confusing and muddled, but anytime you can experiment and try new things, and it works, you know, you, you kind of win. So when calls went against the Maulers and they got called back, I was thinking that, you know, this is fair because you get that second opinion. And even if it's against your team, you're kind of feeling like there's a whole lot more justice than there is in the NFL on the field justice. So that's an interesting thing to me. Just wanted to bring that up. But we are talking Steelers. We're, I want to talk how the Steelers would adapt to roles like this. And I really think it would be good for Pittsburgh football. I mean, it's going to be good for any NFL team. But the way the Steelers coach, and this is not challengeable stuff. It's just automatically done. I really think that this would be a Pittsburgh Steelers team that would benefit more than others because of the way that this team is set up and coached. And it would give them some second chances. And it's going to give our fans, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, chances to not feel as robbed. Now, there's always going to be an opportunity for you to be robbed, but nothing's worse than watching a penalty 
that is egregious and it didn't get called. Nothing's worse than a penalty being called on you like that December 2nd, 2018 game with the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday Night Football against the then, oh, they were still Los Angeles Chargers, I believe, at the time. Get that muddled up a little bit. But it was so egregious. Some of those penalties that were called weren't penalties. Some offsides plays weren't called. So you never want it to be because a ref missed a call. And I think the Steelers would be a good candidate for a system like that in the NFL. Let's go ahead and take a break. We're going to be right back after this with the conclusion of bad language as we talk about the Steelers and expectations. Are they too much on the Steelers? Are we expecting too much out of this team? We'll be back right after this on bad language. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. The worst looking man you've ever seen. There I am on the subway train. Pittsburgh Steelers fans, we are back and better than ever. It is another episode of Bad Language from Steel Curtain Network and the Fans First Sports Network, wherever you download your favorite shows, your favorite podcasts. And I'm hoping that we here at Steel Curtain Network supply those favorite shows of yours well make sure you find those platforms and check us out whether it is on a live show on youtube or it's later on and remember when you're driving you don't want to look at these beautiful faces you don't want to get distracted when you're driving so go ahead and download our shows listen to it once again anywhere you find your favorite podcast it will be us and you together as we can't do these ventures without you Let's talk about expectations. The Pittsburgh Steelers 
are going into the 2023 season very, very soon. They're going to get ready for training camp, and I cannot wait. And soon enough, we're going to be talking about the week that was that included the Pittsburgh Steelers and the San Francisco 49ers in that very week one. But my question is, there is so much excitement in the Steel City. There's not excitement outside of the 412. And I get that. I understand that. I saw a recent article where the Pittsburgh Steelers are eight and nine. So the respect is not going to be given to this team as far as, you know, preseason proclamations. Now, look, everybody knows that the Cincinnati Bengals right now are the favorites. And you usually nine times out of 10, you usually see people going to put them at number one. And I think that is fine for be number one in the North because that is a team that was in a Super Bowl two years ago, were lost in the championship game last year. They are still a very good accomplished team and you can't pick them until they are moved off the block. Then you've got the Baltimore Ravens who are a major wild card. Throw in the fact that you have the Cleveland Browns that seem to be gaining favor with some pundits. And then you have the Pittsburgh Steelers. You see the Pittsburgh Steelers, a lot of three, a little, a tiny bit of two. And you see the Browns at three as well in a lot of these polls. So the Steelers and Browns in most cases are fighting for that bottom spot. Well, they're actually fighting not to be in the bottom spot. And that's a big deal. I think three teams could make the playoffs out of the AFC Northern Division. It's so possible. But you've got to realize, you definitely got to realize that the Steelers have a whole lot of heart. But are we overestimating that heart? Are we overestimating the fact that Matt Canada is going to get this together in year three of his offense? Are we overestimating the fact that the wide receivers do not have a wide receiver number one on that team? And are we taking for granted the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers were not in the playoffs last year and they have not had an opportunity to bring in a prize free agent. But that's what some critics are going to say. I actually think that the Pittsburgh Steelers have a really nice preseason up ahead of them. I know for a fact that we have different, different members of the media that are saying that the Steelers are just not there yet and that Kenny Pickett is not the right guy. And speaking of which, Kenny Pickett is now a married man. Congratulations to Kenny and Amy over the weekend. There were a lot of Steelers in attendance. Wonder how many get to go. This is just an open invitation. You put it up, up on the bulletin board. Say, guys, show up to my wedding. You know, but there were many black and gold players in attendance. To me, that's awesome. You probably can't invite everybody, but if you can, you can. But to me, when you look at Kenny Pickett, he is doing all the right things right now. He's working out like a madman. Just a couple days before he's getting married, 
He's with Allen Robinson. This collaboration is going to make Allen Robinson a better player. It's going to make him more than just the vocal leader he is in the locker room on offense. There's going to be an opportunity, and we've talked about this before, that if Allen Robinson can get five touchdowns and 500 to 600 yards, that that would not be considered a disappointment. So there's a lot of things to look at in that arena of football. Yes, sir. Yes, definitely. What is your question? Why are you going to question Kenny Pickett in his second year when you know that he is about to go ahead and make a jump? Why would he do that? Because he was picked 20th last year. He was not, and I know it's not a lottery, but you can call those guys lottery picks, the guys up front, even though there's not a lottery. He, There was no quarterback selected higher than Kenny Pickett last year, but 20 is too low in some people's minds for a franchise player. But there's no doubt in my mind that you have a guy that's working out a couple days before his wedding and a week before his wedding said, I'm not going to the Taylor Swift concert. I'm not taking Amy, my fiance, to the Taylor Swift concert either because we've got more important things to do, and that's prepare for a wedding. But when it came down to it, right before the wedding, a couple days before, Wednesday or Thursday, he's working out with Allen Robinson. And Allen Robinson's a very vocal, brand-new leader to that team on the offensive side of the ball. And that is such a major deal for them. That is a situation where the Pittsburgh Steelers are watching their quarterback, their young quarterback that a lot of people are doubting, put in all the work and more. I am a huge Ben Roethlisberger fan, and you know that. I know Jeff Hartman is too. But I don't think Jeff would disagree with me when I say that Kenny seems to be outworking Ben Roethlisberger on the practice field. That might all change. And there's always that possibility that it changes. But when you have a guy willing to work, willing to absorb, he goes into that film office all the time. Now, he's supposed to do that with other players. Guess what? He doesn't need to. So this is something that the Pittsburgh Steelers are really going to benefit from. I love the fact that Kenny Pickett is outworking everybody. He's one that comes in early and leaves late. That's what championship quarterbacks do. Now, Ben Roethlisberger has two Super Bowl championships. He has all the Pittsburgh Steelers passing records. Kenny Pickett does not need to worry about any of those things except for Super Bowl championships. But Kenny Pickett's going to elevate himself right away if he can do one thing. And it's something that Troy Williams and the Pittsburgh Maulers just did. They won a playoff game leading a Pittsburgh football franchise. Look, I am not saying that it's win a playoff game and then lose the next week. Not saying that that's ideal. 
course, you want to hoist that sticky Lombardi. I know how important that is. But for this year, the first start to success is winning a playoff game. And you build from there. You can build, you can do it all this year. Kenny Pickett can go ahead and just claim the throne from Ben Roethlisberger right now by starting to win and winning a playoff game. Ben's first playoff win was not that impressive. They lucked out because Doug Bryan of the New York Jets missed two aggressive field goals when he could have won the game with one true kick. But it was not meant to be for the Jets. And even that Super Bowl win against the Seattle Seahawks, Ben wasn't the driving force for the team. I think he was a little more of it in 2008 when the Pittsburgh Steelers beat the Arizona Cardinals in Tampa Bay and won the Super Bowl. But Kenny Pickett could claim the throne very early. A lot of people were talking about that wide receiver stable not being that good. But if Kenny Pickett is getting on the same page as Allen Robinson, then Kenny Pickett is going to attempt to get on the same page with George Pickens. And he is going to work hard to get on the same page as Deontay Johnson and Patrick John Fryermuth and Connor Hayward and Hakeem Butler, maybe. There's so many guys here. Calvin Austin III, people are talking about him. So expectations are going to be high in Pittsburgh because outside of Pittsburgh, they just look at names on a sheet. What do they have? What assets do they have? And what don't they have? What's great? What's not so great? And that's exactly what they're going to do every single time. And they're going to do that. And I don't care what the national media says. Heck, I don't care what I say sometimes. All I care about is the movie that we are watching on that TV screen every single week. And as Dave Schofield says, games are not won on paper. Games are won on your TV screen. Because when they're playing the games for real, that's when you know what real is. So keep in mind that we might, right now, be jumping the gun and proclaiming the Steelers better than what they actually are. One, it's fan human nature. You've got to do that. And the other thing, it's simple. It's this right here. The other thing is that maybe only they know how good they are. Maybe they are ready for prime time. And if Ben's working with these receivers, excuse me, if Ken, not Big Ken, not Big Ben, if Big Ken is working with these receivers and he's getting the ball more to Najee Harrison, that's something nobody's talking about, then these expectations that we think are going to be a reality. This is a new age of the NFL. What you think and what you know 
are not always the same thing because you cannot bank on what happened in years past anymore because it was always a formula. You basically knew by week seven back in the 80s or 90s who was winning it all. My name is Brian Anthony Davis. This has been another episode of Bad Language. And I got to tell you, I ain't apologizing for nothing. We will see you next time. Thank you.